0: Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximise your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hi crew, welcome to episode 131 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and this week I am joined by a big heart driver, Ben and Ben is coming off the fifth in the 22 21 C and H series. Ben is looking to continue his form rolling into the 22 23 season. Over his 15 years' career, he has recorded 42 wins and 76 top fives through go karting, junior sedans, and sprint cars. Ben has a brand new merchandise due to be released soon alongside. He has confirmed he's got a new calendar that will be released courtesy of the Mortlake Roadhouse. If you're interested in getting started in Speedway or interested in just knowing about our driver spotlight, of Ben McHale, I hope you do enjoy today's show. If you haven't already, love it. If you could race over and write us a review over on your preferred um, podcast player so we can see how we're going and give you a bit of a plug over on the Most Sport Coaching podcast. Hope you have a fantastic day. Join us next week where we'll be talking to Lockie Mantle from Checker Flag Media, also known as the 2021 Beauty and the Geek winner. Look forward to tuning in next week. Hey, Ben. Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast.
1: Hey, nice to meet you.
0: I know. It's been a long time coming. We've been trying for nearly a year now to try and get you onto the podcast. So I'm very excited to hear your story. So tell us, how did you get started in motorsports? um unfortunately guilty by
1: association dad's now in his 36th year of racing um and i'm now my 15th so yeah he sort of just brought us up into it and i was about five and got, got dirt kart racing and then obviously progressed through where we're now in a sprint car so that's that's a very big change but um yeah started in dirt karts i went to asphalt um junior stands in speedway when we made the transition i was about 12 um and then did a couple of meetings in a uh, junior Formula 500. So that was that was pretty cool. And now in a sprint car. So, yeah, yeah, big changes. Um, and it was, yeah, just from, from day one, always going to be motorsport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And so what kind of, um, you mentioned the category that you're racing now, spring cars. Um, what series are you racing are you, um, at the moment or, or have you previously done? And tell us a little bit about the differences
1: um so currently i've got a ls powered spring car so it's just a v, or they're all v8s but it comes out of the commodore um, a lot of them are getting imported from the states as well so it's very cost effective uh, in terms of spring car racing you know it's it is a costly sport and um as we all know it it's not easy to do so uh, i race with the cnh trucking series there's there's about seven or eight races every year um and that's cool it's it's pretty low key it's limited but um it keeps the cost down so that's that's where we're at at the minute so yep very happy with that um in terms oh,
0: of effective motorsports
1: <laughs> oh absolutely especially with the tire crisis at the minute you know we're all struggling and and everyone needs needs a bit of help so um yeah to, to be able to do your seven or eight shows and then on top of that you've got obviously all your, your victorian and and um other states and national titles. So that all helps and, you know, a few pub shows here and there and um, hopefully this year I'll um, be able to get out and run with the 410s a few times just just to uh, give the car a bit of a shakedown and, and have a bit of a run.
0: Fantastic. And just a bit of a side note you were saying about the tyres. Um, I saw on social media yesterday uh, one of the journalists um, in Melbourne actually had her car tyres stolen. and she Yeah, was- yep. She's like, this is ridiculous. Like, she's walked outside to take the kids to school. Her car's parked out in the street with no tires on it. And I was like, really? I was like, gobsmacked.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, we're not that bad yet, but I'm, I'm sure that we probably will end up there. It's yeah, it's pretty bad in terms of um, in America. They've they've already said you know where our supply is pretty low. So for us, we run different compounds in spring cars anyway. So it's it's all custom made. I think I think we're gonna gonna be in a bit of strife soon.
0: So, you're say so your dad still races. Do you guys
1: race against each other? Yeah, yeah, we do, actually. It, it, it's real cool. So, um, the goal was always to have – I've got a younger brother, Darcy, who also happens to be my crew chief, and um, him and I have raced together for an awful long time. So, yeah, the goal was always to get all three of us on track at once, and unfortunately that hasn't happened as to this day, and dad's now 56. So, yeah. Um, it is still the plan. We just don't know when. It's going to be a long term thing. But um, yeah, at fifty six, he's he's tried to pick up a sprint car, and um, we both started. Well, I started a year after him. He did a year. I finished juniors, and then I jumped in as well. So yeah, both both run together. The same thing. Um, I think he's beaten me once or twice, and the rest, I I just wave out the window and say, good day. But
0: um, I was about you know. to say, who plays a driver coach um, in the, in this situation?
1: I. It's kind of hard too because because we have raced for so long, there's there's a lot of habits that I've picked up from from everything I've raced. He's got a lot of habits as well. Yeah. Um, so we try and come together and, and say, you know, we're here or, or the car's doing this or this, uh, and it's really good. We can, we can bounce off each other very well, but in the same token, it's hard because we have got those habits, and especially for being so old, yeah. you can't go to him, you know, I'm doing this, I reckon you should try this because – Nine times out of ten, it just doesn't help. But in the same token, he's, he's doing well enough that he can hold his own. So uh, very pleased with where we are as a team. And
0: where does Darcy's allegiance lie? Is he with you or with your dad as well? or he's got time?
1: Um, Yeah, he's somewhere in the middle. So I'm, I'm very fortunate. Last year, at the end of last year, we found a lot of pace in the car. Um, we found a few things wrong in terms of my driving and the car setup. And, and Darcy was a really big part of that. He's uh, a big credit to where we are. So uh, I think he's he's actually looking at me somewhere in the house, but um, he's he's a very big part of that. So next year I think I've got him full time on my car. He's going to be number one. He's the head crew chief and um, he calls the shots. So if we can replicate that next year, um, you know we had we finished fifth in the series, and I think I went through a B main every night. We passed something ridiculous, like seventy four cars over seven meetings, um. Wow. And, and that was a lot of work, but in the same token, you can't do it without a good team and a good crew and a, a good car. Like, you know, we haven't got the best gear, but we make it work. And, and Darcy's got the understanding of me as a driver to go, you know, he's going to do this or the car's doing this. So I can help him here. And obviously that, that comes through a lot of time spent together. So that's good. Um, but, yeah, there's always still more to go.
0: And now at race weekends, are you brothers, or are you driver and crew chief, or how does that family dynamic work?
1: Um, obviously, being brothers, it's we've grown up 100 percent like this. We are so tight; it's not funny. Um, and obviously, that's that's uh, grown a long way. We never used to be. It used to yeah. always be. You know, we're competitors, but um, we've been able to separate that. And on race weekend, you know. Because it's, it's all in one night. We're over in four hours. It's great. You rock up, you roll out, you, you're done in four and a half hours. You're rolling home and you go and watch. And um, it's good because we can roll into the track. Yeah. All, all day Sunday, if you have to do maintenance, you know, I can be done in, in two or three hours and it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday. I've got the rest of the day. You're going to the gym or you're going out for lunch or you, you shout the crew feed, whatever. It, it's really cool. But when you roll at the racetrack, it's, we kind of have the understanding that we're here to do a job. Um, I, I'm a very firm believer that if you do it once you do it properly um, and you know, I'm not going to go out on the track and, and only run at 60 or 70%, I'd much rather go out and hit at 110% and um, we're going to do it together. So if, if he's there for the whole time and he's able to say, you know, let's do this and I'm not going to bite his head off hundred percent. And you know, a lot of people in, in particular families, they'll um, they'll roll up to the racetrack and you'll see it every week. They'll, um, they'll butt heads and they'll, carry on but him and I we just seem to get on and it just works
0: awesome. um, you know, we just know our role so and is it your full-time job working on the car um yeah so what what if you're not racing what what are you doing day to day
1: um this is a hard one so I'm actually a sign writer. I'm not qualified I've, I've just started an apprenticeship um and I own my own business doing the same thing so I, uh, I work for science to go in Geelong yeah, yeah. And, and, and work full-time for them as an apprentice and then um, come home from work and do my own stuff on the side. So a lot of my own stuff is race car-based. Um, I wrap all our own cars and I've got a few clients now and it's really cool. You know, we're, we're pumping up go-karts and, and Formula 500s and all sorts of different stuff. Um, a fair bit of logo design as well. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just, just fit the race car in wherever I can, obviously with me being in Geelong, um, the race cars are then located in Campown, which is about an hour and a half. So it, um, it makes it a little bit hard. So it sort of just leaves weekends, but you know, like I said before, you know, you know roll. So on a Sunday you wash up, you, you put the car straight in the shed, you do all your maintenance because then your week's easy. You don't have to worry about a Friday night. You just roll it in the trailer and it's happy days. So that's, that's kind of where we're at at this point. Um, and it, it works. We're not stressed out on Friday night, you know. Sometimes I'll have the occasional sticker to put on if there's been something go wrong during the week and, and I've got to replace it. But yeah, it it's pretty cruisy, you know. At least you country, know how to do it. <laughs> so. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um it it it's does cool. help out
0: because
1: I'm able able to, you know, do changes throughout the year. And if a sponsor comes up and says, Hey, you know, we're looking at helping out, you can say, Right, oh, well, I've got this, it'll be done tomorrow. Yeah. it's that sort of relationship and, and you know i'm able to say it's going to be this it's going to do this and i understand a lot more of the the marketing and, and signage side through that um i'm able to see a lot more stuff because i've actually oh i've deferred a course at uni for marketing, so that's um that's cool as well I've, I've kind of got a lot of experience in that too
0: yeah, well, it's a good like, way into going into sponsorship. Um, tell us a little bit about how you, you go on. Have you had any struggles or challenges gaining sponsorship or have you got a great base of sponsors or you don't have any sponsors? Tell us a little bit about your relationships with partners. Okay.
1: Yeah, our marketing partners are really cool. You know, we've got Kush Clothing, we've got the Mortlake Roadhouse, um, McAlef Services, Wicked Creation, uh, the Tire Factory, Warnable, Top Squad Auto Dismantlers and Stake Road Bar and Grill. Um, and zone as well actually they were on last year and unfortunately i haven't been able to get in contact them for next year but in the same token it's it's been a bit of a struggle for a while you know um especially through the junior ranks. speedway doesn't get a whole lot of publicity which i understand it's it's a saturday night thing and and it's not your your asphalt motorsport but in the same token you can go to a spring car race and, and you'll see 400 passes in a night and it is off the chain and you can see the whole track it is to me, it's one of the greatest forms of greatest work going, um, and and we're very lucky. I'm very lucky to be a part of it, but but all of our partners are very supportive of what we do, um, and and just recently the Mortlake Roadhouse came on for this year, and they're they're um, title sponsor this year for me, and um you know Dion and the team over there were great to work with, and it, it made the process so easy. But in the same token, you you know it is such a cost, not cost effective, but it's it's uh, a very costly sport where you have to ma- manage your costs very well so um, yeah. yeah you're always looking and you've always got to maintain your ra- relationships uh, the only issue with speedway again is there's not a whole lot of opportunity to look after your partners so you know, there's there's no ride days there's no corporate marquees you haven't got a corporate box it uh, and if you do it's it's very very costly you know you're, you're three or four times past where you're uh, you should be so it's um, <laughs> It's a hard gig, but in the same token, we make it work, and everyone that's on board have always supported us. I think I've had the Top spot Auto Dismountless partnership for uh, I think we're at 10 years now. <laughs> so um, it, it's pretty cool. You know, the whole way through Juniors, they've been behind me, and, and uh, the same with Tire Factory, Warnable. Jeff and the team over there jumped on, and um, we haven't looked back. They've uh, been really good, and the um, Warrnambool Telephone Company, they've jumped back on board this year. We had had half a year without them on my car last year. They've always been on Dad's. Um, but they're back on both this year. So big year this year in terms of partners and um, we're just going to make it work.
0: And with the partners coming on board, are they coming to you or or are you seeking sponsorship from them?
1: Uh, It's a little bit of both. Yeah, Yeah. so for me personally, I have have reached out to a few and they've been successful as cold calls. Cold calling is really hard for for anyone that, that wants to do that. It's, you know, it's a pathway, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's really hard. So, you know, warm people up, get in there. Um, people you know are really really handy um, in particular you know the people on your crew and the family and the partners you've got because there's no better recommendation than someone that's already working with you um, personally I know I've picked a few up for just three people I know um, hey this kid's doing really well I was really impressed with him and, and you'll get a phone call during the week and they're like hey uh heard heard you did well on the weekend good stuff and you know it's just that sort of reputation and um, relationship you start you then nurture in a partnership whether that's that's short-term. It could be a six-month gig or it could be a five-year gig. Um, and it may take you five years to get there, but it could also take you two weeks. And that's the important thing. You never burn a bridge, um, and I learned that pretty quick. I, I did that a few times and I learnt learned the hard way you can't. You, in the motorsport industry, you really can't afford to burn bridges and, and hurt people because there's too much riding on it. You just you can't get away with it to, to be successful.
0: Yes. And like I say, you never know who knows who and it works both ways. (laughs) So someone that can introduce you to the right person, someone that can also break you as well. A hundred percent. And
1: the biggest comment I've ever heard anyone say was Wade Oranger had actually mentioned to Dylan Menz who posted this on Facebook and it's, you never know who's watching, whether it's at home, whether it's on the track or it's your day-to-day life, someone will be like, Oh, that, that kid's doing well. That kid's just nowhere to be seen or, He's acting this way or he's acting that way, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. You just never know who's watching. So always maintain that uh, your brand or your personality is, is always at the forefront and, and you actually want that to be seen.
0: Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your brand.
1: Um, yeah, my brand's pretty simple. You know, we like to keep it professional, but in the same token, it's and Speedway's about to have fun. Uh, you know, they to Race for Sheep station. as much as you want to do well. Everyone wants to do well. Um there's not big money involved in terms of winning and, and finishing positions. So yeah, absolutely maintain professionalism. But um you know, we're the number twenty one. We uh we've got really good partners and we're always fluoro yellow. So we'll uh keep rolling with that sort of thing and, and it works. You know, we've we've gained a lot of friends across the course of it. And um yeah, I'm I'm really happy with where we are as a brand. You know, we've got a great great group of people and um we all act very well so very proud of that
0: and how does social media come into your brand
1: um probably not as like much it? as it should
0: <laughs> yeah I, like I actually it?
1: really enjoy oh, it um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah in terms of social media i actually really enjoy that side of things um it's more so run as a team in terms of Michael of racing rather than me personally i've got my own personal instagram just doesn't get a whole lot of attention um you know, we'll post maybe once a month on that, or I'll, I'll personally do it. I do all our socials. Um, and then the McAuliffe racing stuff, you know, especially during race season, we're weekly, or if not daily, um, you know, two or three times a week is, is my goal. Um, obviously, during the off-season, it's hard. You know, we get into esports, but we, where do you draw the line? You, know, you can get into that and post the hell out of it. It looks really good, but in the same token, someone's going to get bored by the time you get to the race season, and then they're not going to focus or they'll be confused, you know you've got to just draw that line and, and that gets really hard too but when you get to race season you know it's photos it's event wrap-ups it, it's little comments or who's excited for this but um, especially recently we've had a lot of merchandise go through our social medias um, I obviously with the design side of things through my business um, I'm able to do all of that and and get other people to, to manufacture that for me so that's been really cool and i've been able to incorporate that fairly well into the social media side of things and um it just seems to work and you know we're, i think we're at a thousand page or we're scheduled for a thousand page likes in two weeks so a thousand page likes and that's going to be a giveaway and we're going to sort a few things out now um, we're actually looking at doing a tech talk or personally i am yeah just explain a bit more about a spring car because they're very old school you know mechanical driven um yeah carby's on some some of fuel injected and no computers on them and some have got magnetos and it is very hard to get your head around you know they're not actually injectors they're nozzles so um that side of things i'm really hoping to expand on because you know that's the stuff that people get engaged with and it's all about engagement so if i can if i can tap into that market and say you know hey here's something that you may not know um and then yeah on, on race night too a lot of people around me have been very successful using short videos, you know, your TikToks or your Instagram shorts. Um, and that works and I'd love to get into that. But in the same token, uh, we've got a dude, Todd Hobson, who races races sprint cars and wingless as well. He's really, really good at blogs and it's really effective. And that's something that I'd personally like to get into. Um, you know, just 10, 15 minutes and they follow you on race night and they, you know, conversations in the pits. And, and Sprint Car Hub do this with different drivers in uh, in Queensland a fair bit. They're really good on it. Um, they'll just follow a different driver a night. And it's, it shows a lot more into not just the driving on the track, but the whole setup and how the crew runs and,
0: and how everything works on a night,
1: which a lot of people think, you know, you jump in the car and you go. But in terms of a spring car, <laughs> That's right. there are so many variables in terms of your fuel system, your fuel, uh, which fuel you're running. We're all obviously on methanol, but, you know, you can have different fuel loads and different fuel flows and, and your pumps are all different everything's mechanical driven you know your tires your compound your size we all run different stuff and it's so so different but a lot of people just think you know that's a big right rear and a small left rear but even a quarter of an inch you're not going to feel that but a lot of people like oh well maybe we'll throw a quarter inch at it because that's going to change the way the car revs or it's going to do this or that so to be able to show people that would be really cool Um, and i think that's probably a market that i'd like to tap into
0: yeah, for sure. Fans love all that behind-the-scenes stuff. So the more that you can do it, the better. And it's definitely the videos. Um, yeah, I love it. I can't wait to see it. Make sure you tag me in something so I can make sure I can follow it.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely.
0: So, Ben, as you said, you've been racing for over 15 years. you raised lots of different categories. Um, how, what do you do for your fitness training?
1: Um, yeah, so obviously when I was in go-karts, I was pretty young, so not a lot, but... Um, yeah a bit of running here and there and a little bit of you know just focus on the race car stuff yeah um but i sort of got to like 12 or 13 i'm like Nah, nah. this has got to go next level you know we were we were showing good pace and good speed but i just wasn't consistent enough uh, in terms of on the track fitness and you know um actually being able to rely on the car so once we got past that or i personally got past that i was running every second day um i was obviously still too young to join the gym being 13 or 14 but um that year I I decided, you know, this fitness thing's got to be, got to be improved. I think we won 14 of 30 races that year. Um, And yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And I credit a lot of, a lot of my results over the past few years in particular um, to my fitness. So, you know, two or three nights a week in the gym, if not every night, um, usually get up every morning and go for a walk, uh, provided work's not crazy, you know, starting at six or whatever. Um, And, you know, just, just focus on your step like the little things matter um you know your steps what you put in your body um and you know whether it's weights or it's cardio or everyone's got a different goal in terms of where you want to be in the car Uh, for me personally it's to stay lean but also be able to run a 30 lap feature race because the car is pretty intense you know you're sitting in it for for sometimes up to 40 minutes waiting before you've even been pushed off because you've got to get push started and then you start, and you're sitting around for, for two or three minutes. Then all of a sudden, hang on a minute, we're going green, and um, you're gone. And you know, if you're not mentally switched on, whether that's your reflexes or your reaction time, or your body's not up to that, you're going to be behind the eight ball. It's um, it's about being proactive, not reactive. So yeah, um, and esports, eye racing, big help. Um, not in terms of staying physically fit but mentally fit, just the way that other people react around you. Um, And, you know, I'll jump in a circuit car for one race and then back in a sprint car. It's that whole varying thing that iRacing and other other esports platforms gives you that you'd be able to go, yeah, I see I'm doing this really well, but I'm not doing this. And it's no different than reviewing footage from your actual race. Save a video from iRacing. Look at it. Go, right, Oh, this was really good. This was really bad, and I really need to improve this. But go one step further and, you know, I haven't, um, but I know a lot of people do. They'll get someone in and they'll say, hey, can you have a look at this for me? I reckon I've done this wrong. Again, it's no different than a footballer reviewing footage on a Monday or a Tuesday. We can do the same thing. It might take us like a bit longer or you know, it might be a Tuesday night because we've got work on a Monday night or we're going to the gym or a Monday or whatever. It's harder, don't get me wrong, but we can still do that um, and we have to do that. If we want to evolve and be better than we were yesterday, you can't stop. You have to just keep moving forward, so... Yeah, big thing for me is, is review, reviewing footage. Um, you know, buy that subscription. It might cost you 10 bucks, but if it's going to give you all the footage for the year, 10 bucks a month isn't that much when you're actually improving. Um, and you have to personally see that result and put your footage from the start of the year to the end of the year together or put it side-by-side side even. Whether it's together or side-by-side side, doesn't actually matter, but you'll be able to see that you started here and you got here and progress is huge.
0: Fantastic event! What is your ultimate goal? What what are we driving for? Have we been to America? Is that the goal, or is it? <laughs> um, I,
1: personally, I've been fortunate enough uh, when when I was still very young, mum and dad took both myself and my brother to the states for a month at a time. I've been mean, five times, so ah. very very lucky. Um, and that's always sort of driven a passion for me to get over to the states at some point, just to race. I've got a few races I'd love to do. Mm-hmm. um unfortunately the problem with that is cost everything's cost over there um, it's cheaper don't get me wrong
0: wow. especially now i think it's like a dollar fifty <laughs> it's ridiculous
1: yeah it's it's just the whole fact of getting there and then you got to get a car there and you're still trying to manage your stuff here but that's really hard um so obviously the end goal would be to get over there but in terms of what we do over there there's no set this is what i want to do okay. um and someone someone once told me you know you have to do your apprenticeship work through the ranks and big believer in that so you know spend all the time I can over here developing my craft um, and then if an opportunity was to arise take it take it with both hands and like I said before don't half around don't don't do things by halves if you get given an opportunity you have to use it because you're there for a job and um yeah I've seen a lot of people go through and you know they've had the opportunity and they've wasted it and and I don't want to be that person so yeah, in terms of what I've got right now, um, definitely develop that to a point where I'm able to say, hey, I actually think we're in a position where we can we can do this well, um, if not take this to, to the next level.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, you've shared lots of knowledge with us, so thank you very much. But do you have any um, advice for people that are getting started um, in motorsports, whether it's Ashfield or Speedway?
1: Um, obviously doing both, I've seen a fair bit and it's, you know, don't worry about the person next to you. you know, they might be faster, but if you outwork them, and if you start start not start early, but start yourself early enough that you know you've got to be here and you've earned the way to be here. Um, yeah, that's that's probably a really big thing. You've got to got to have a lot of confidence in yourself and a lot of belief in yourself. Um, the other thing is a lot of trust in yourself. You know, you you're on the car on the track with thirty other race cars. Um, and one thing goes wrong and a lot of other things go wrong. But if you trust yourself enough to say, hey, Rado, I know that this is going to go down or, or I can see this, you, you're foreshadowing an event and you're like, actually, no, I did that. And then you've just got to have confidence in yourself. and You've got to move forward through that. So um, I'd say jump at it with both hands. Make sure you work for it, though. Um, it's not easy and it never will be easy. Nothing about the sport is easy. But if you... <laughs> And if you work for it, you know, you'll get there. You always will. Um, hard work beats talent and talent fails to work hard. And that will always, always matter. So, yeah, you just, just work hard. Work on what you are. Work on what you're doing. Um, try and incorporate your day-to-day life too. You know, if, if you're doing something that you love or you're not doing something that you love and you want to change to something that you love, make that work for you. Um, especially in terms of getting into a race car, you know, I'm a sign rider. That's because I like designing cars. That's that was the whole thing that got me into it. I designed race cars, and that was that was it. Um, and I know that people get into mechanics and, and engineering because they like the way that cars react and they understand the geometry of a race car, and and that's really important. If you can relate your day to day back to that, or you actually relate your day to day to where you want to be,
0: yeah,
1: life life's a breeze. <laughs> you, you'll cruise through it. So. Yeah, no, absolutely hard work, and um, yeah, make your day-to-day stuff where you want to be.
0: Well, again, Ben, thank you so much for all of those insights. Where can people follow your journey?
1: Um, on Instagram, you can find me at Ben Michaeloff underscore. Um, Facebook, where Michaeloff Racing or Michaeloff Racing Dirt. Um, yeah, and then obviously starting YouTube soon, which you'll find on both of those those socials, and. Um, yeah, you can reach out any if you're at a track. Come say hi and and uh, grab a poster.
0: Yes, are you going to sign up for me? <laughs> I think I've need always, to start, I feel like I need to start putting these up around the walls instead of having these backdrops because I do have lots. Um, hey, and it'd be cool. Yeah, I love my speedway. Um, hopefully, uh, when it stops raining, I'll be able. to <laughs> <catch it off. laughs> you. Yeah, to- absolutely. Again, Ben, thank you very much for your time. Guys, make sure you go and follow Ben's journey and uh, wish him all the very best for the upcoming race season. Thanks, Ben. Awesome. Thanks for that.